Welcome to the Small Business Big Life Podcast. My name is Derek Van Ness, and I'm a lead wealth strategist and founder at Big Life Financial, where we use innovative tax and financial strategies to help business owners keep more of the money they make and be a whole lot smarter at growing it. We believe every person has something unique and valuable to bring to the world, but far too often money stops them from sharing those gifts. We're here to fix that problem by helping people get money out of the way so they can unleash their full potential on the world. Stick around to the end of the show, and I'll even reveal how you can be the next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspirational podcasts on the planet. So let's get this thing started now. Well, welcome everybody. Derek Van Ness here with the Small Business Big Life Podcast, hitting you with another dose of daily inspiration and introducing you to leaders out there, making a difference in the world, doing things that we all wish we could do and sharing insights that they've learned along the way. So today we've got Ricardo Zulueta and he's got uh, quite a story to share with us in a couple of companies, causes, movements, and all kinds of cool integrated stuff that he's going to share with us today. Um, so welcome to the show, Ricardo. Hey, thank you so much, Derek. How's everything going on that side? Things are good here in Salt Lake. It's a little chilly, but outside yeah. of that, I cannot complain. Yeah. <laughs> so you're 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 based in New Jersey. Tell us real quick, just for people who don't get to the end of the show, give us sure. the the summary of like who you are, what you're up to, and how people can connect with you. Yeah. So as Derek mentioned, I'm a serial entrepreneur with different businesses, but basically everything stemmed or started from uh, my apparel brand, Fuket Clothing. So everyone knows to live life to the fullest, but it's actually impossible. It's human nature to take life for granted. That's why we complain on Mondays, traffic, weather, things like that. So what we realized was that it's really the reminder that everybody needs. Everyone knows to live life to the fullest. Uh, the reminder is, is like cancer, get someone getting into an accident, uh, things like that. It reminds you like, whoa, I have need to appreciate life more, but it's very temporary. It always fades. So we figured, well, why not have an apparel brand that reminds you more often? Every time you wear it, it just tells you to stop complaining and live life more. Um, when you do something inspirational, it tends to go towards mental health. We took it a step further and went to suicide prevention because I actually lost my brother to suicide. And mm. the biggest thing I learned from that experience was that uh, whenever anybody gets sad or depressed, it's not necessarily their situation that sucks. It's actually their perspectives. Uh, that's why people, you know, rock stars are committing suicide while the homeless are the one trying to stay alive. Like that doesn't make sense, right? So mm -hmm. you need to focus on changing people's perspectives. The way we change people's perspectives with the brand, uh, obviously, you know, even though it's pronounced Fuket, it persuades people to say that phrase a little bit more. Uh, yeah. Why do I want that? All right. So the reason is because everyone is already exposed to motivational, inspirational stuff every day. You go to Instagram quotes, Facebook videos, all that stuff. You have Nike just do it commercials, right? Mm -hmm. But they're all meaningless. The only time they become meaningful is when you actually make a decision about something. Nothing will change until you make that decision. And I realize a lot of people are insane because they complain about things they do nothing about. People don't know this, but the only time we actually say that phrase is only until after we've already <laughs> made a decision. But the reason we say it is because we're confirming to ourselves that we're actually going to pull through and actually commit to the decision you just made. You never back out. You don't say that phrase and say, I'm all in and then back out or jumping out, you know, skydiving and then hold on. You, the reason it came out is because you're already committed. And 
that mindset is very powerful because that is how you quit the job you hate, start your own business or let go of bad relationships. So until you decide, nothing really happens. But what once you do, everything follows automatically. I love that, man. And I can tell you're like maybe this much passionate about this, right? It's just like, <laughs> it's yeah, just... just- just a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah. 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 It's just pouring out of you. And, and just before I forget, uh, yeah. if people want to connect with you, what's the best way to do that? Where do they find you? So yeah. Uh, if you go to fukit.com, F-U-K-I-T-T.com, um, you know, just go to the contact there. Info at fukitclothing.com is the mm-hmm. email. So yeah. Cool. cool. All the uh, social media channels are there. Cool. Well, maybe I'll have to check it out. I'm always looking for good clothing and, uh, I have said that phrase a few times in my life and most of them have been pretty good. Although, like you said, a lot of them are after not such good situations. Yeah. Yeah. So it's (laughs) funny because that means you're making a lot of decisions and people assume uh, when you say that phrase, it's more, it's the more aggressive decision. It's not. Mm -hmm. That's why our motto is, you know, to inspire people to make the decision to live life without regret Mm. and accept challenges worth the risk. If it's not worth the risk, don't do it. That's kind of the difference between just do it in that phrase. Uh, just yeah. do it means don't worry about the consequences. The other phrase, you know the consequences, but you're going to go for it. And so it's a it little anyway. different because you're committing to it because the reason you're doing it is you shouldn't regret this once you say it, right? Once you make that decision. Mm-hmm. So that's really the big difference about it. That's why we emphasize you need to make more decisions and really commit to them. Yeah, I love that. That's very, very cool. So yeah. You mentioned you're a serial entrepreneur. Obviously, yeah. you, you're creating this this movement. Um, if you were to give one piece of advice to mm-hmm. someone who's who's listening out there, maybe someone wants to start a business. Maybe someone's got a business they're looking to take the next step, um, yeah. or even someone who's uber successful. What's maybe one or two of the biggest pieces of advice you've gotten in your life that have really helped you, or that you've figured out and you want to pass on? Yeah, yeah. So the most important thing, whenever, anytime anyone asks me about starting a business, the best thing is to start. You have to make the decision to start. This is what people typically think. They think you have to figure it all out, the solutions, and then you make the decision to start. That's not how it works. When Derek started this podcast, it wasn't like, hey, I need to learn everything about podcasting and then I'll do a podcast or think about making it. What he did was he made the decision to start a podcast and then he goes, what do I do? <laughs> and yeah. then you figure it all out. So the, the, the solutions actually come after the decision. So that's my biggest advice. Like you have to just make the decision and all the solutions will follow automatically. I love that. I love that. And it's interesting because that has come up on the show a couple of times. Uh, a recent guest compared it to like uh, walking through the fog, right? You don't know, you can't see everything, but you can see a couple of feet in front of you. So you just start going. I often compare it to just making the, like you said, the decision to move forward. And I just start walking in a direction, even if I don't know how to get there. Yeah. And amazingly, the mountains come, the rivers come, the valleys come. As long as I don't stop, I'll get there, right? It may, may be messy yeah, yeah, along the way, exactly. but, <laughs> but I'll get there. Yeah. So, and that's the important part that, you know, but the, you know, you can't just keep walking in the dark too, because when people say to me like, Hey, I feel lost. First mm-hmm. question, where are you going? Sure. Even more important, why are you going? Like, why are you even trying to go somewhere? Because when you don't know that, every turn is the wrong turn, no matter what sure. you do. So, you know, I it, I get the, uh, the not being able to see what's in front of you, but you have to try and predict that as much as you can. If you can't sure. see the future, you're not going to know where you're going. It's the same way when you're trying to create a straight line. There's no way you're going to reach that end point by looking at every step that you take. 
you have to know where you're going or else you're always going to veer off. So without that, it's like, you know, it's like when you're driving, if you don't know the directions, you're, you're always going to go back. But when you get lost, well, figure out where you're going. And then guess what? It's going to take you longer to get there because you made the wrong turn back, you know, two hours ago. Yeah. But you're still going to get there. But until you do that, then you're never going to get there and you're going to get miserable. And then all of a sudden you start getting into depression and all that stuff. Sure, sure. The way I like to say it is in the absence of clarity, it becomes difficult to tell the difference between an opportunity and a distraction, right? Or or something that's going to take you where you want to go or something that's going to take you away. If you know where you're going, it's like, oh, do I turn left or do I turn right? Well, exactly. I need to go left. So yeah. the decisions, when you're clear, the decisions almost make themselves, which is really mm-hmm. great. So like you said, uh, if you're unclear, it's hard to make decisions. You say stuck, which creates right. this feedback loop. And listen, I, I ran into that post 2008, I went through a real messy situation financially. And, uh, and basically for two years, I was really stuck in a situation of not making decisions and my life just didn't go anywhere for about a year. Yeah. 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 That's what happens. And when people say that they're lost, really what you're doing right now is putting your, it's like driving in a car and putting it in park and then going, I'm lost. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Are you going to ask for directions? That, that, that means talking to mentors, getting feedback, something, but you're just really sitting there in, in a car in park in the middle of the highway. And that's what I'm trying to, you know, try, I see. And then when you made, mentioned before, the way you did, we weren't making decisions is because everything stems from like this. This is, the, this is kind of the lineup. Uh, you need to set, have a sense of purpose first, right? And a lot of people don't, don't know what a purpose is. Mm-hmm. And then from there, the perspectives. So the perspectives is either a threat or a benefit to your purpose. And we can go a little deeper into all of this. But the decision, the reason you weren't making decisions is because your perspective was all off. It's always shifting back and forth. You're either mm-hmm. going to kill it or you're going to fail, right? And mm-hmm. that's what people's perspectives are. All your decisions follow your perspective. So people mm-hmm. that think, I'm not going to make it with this business. Like, why am I going to do this? So you're going to make all the decisions that way. But if you think you have this, like, you know what? I think this is going to be the right decision. I feel this. This is what I think. All of a sudden, the decisions follow that way. And then that's where kind of the trail goes. And then once you make that decision, then all the solutions will start happening for you. Yeah, I love that. A million different things have come through my mind as you say that. Just in my own life, all the decisions I made and how they have at times been in one direction and at times been in the other. So thank you for creating some clarity. Um, cool. So, so tell me how this started for you. Obviously you have the idea of like, mm-hmm. but like how many people are like, Oh, I want to start something inspirational. I want to start a clothing brand. Like yeah. you're not the first guy to think of that. Yeah. So, so tell me how this came to be and and what you kind of learned and figured out starting the business, why, why you've been successful, because quite frankly, it's a very competitive field. There's a million people with great ideas mm-hmm. who are immensely talented and charismatic. Yeah. And yet you've been able to make it. Yeah. Tell me how that's, how that's gone down. So it actually just started off as a college project. I was much younger. Uh, as I mentioned before, the whole motto is, to, you know, or to the mission is to inspire people to make the decision to live life without regret and accept challenges worth the risk. When you're younger, it's all about just taking risks, right? Yeah. Regret. What do you What do you regret when you're younger, right? right? Not so many things. And so what's funny is the most important thing that you really apply to your business. What's helped me is creating a mission. Uh, it's the same thing on a personal sense, your purpose. Uh, so just to discuss what a, a good mission is or purpose, mm-hmm. it, it it has to be a verb. It is never a noun. You can't say, I'm going to mm. be the best financial firm dealing with this. 
That is not a purpose. That is not a mission. It has to be to teach people uh, the best financing decisions to improve their business. That Mm -hmm. is a purpose because that is forever going. That's infinite. Another thing is that a purpose never benefits you. Being the best financial firm is not a a purpose because it's just, you're talking about you. Mm -hmm. It has to benefit and provide value to others. And that's where it really starts because what purpose does, the reason it's so important is because it, 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 it kind of alleviates you from doing a line extension, being in too many things at once, right? You have to figure out your mission and your purpose and everything will just follow automatically. You just see your path. And what purpose does is when naturally we tend to avoid pain <laughs> yeah. and go towards pleasure. Like that's a natural thing with yeah. purpose. It doesn't care about pain. It doesn't care about pleasure. It just goes, this is my purpose. This is why Elon Musk almost lost millions and millions of dollars. He was actually, he, you know, he couldn't even pay his rent when he was trying to do SpaceX. Why did he do that? Yeah. He didn't need to do this anymore. Right, right. His sense of purpose, you know, so you just keep directing that way. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. Um, and yeah, there, there's no better way to say it. So it sounds to me like when you got started, like, that was just what it turned into for you. This is this is who I am. This is what I'm actually here to do as a yeah. human being. And like to to echo your words, the reason that like like our motto at Big Life Financial is uh, we get money out of the way so you can live the life that you're here to live, right? Mm-hmm. Do the work you're here to do. So yeah, that's focused on helping other people clear out the misinformation around money so that they can move forward with their life. Because for so many people, like you're talking about depression and and people's perspective limiting them. I'm talking about essentially their perspective around money, right? Like they yeah, get yeah. discouraged and and frustrated exactly. and that can mess with their perspective. And then, you know, we can create, instead of creating the upward spiral, we can create the downward spiral. So, yeah. Well, what I like about what you're doing is because one of the major causes of depression and, you know, basically being miserable is financial problems almost mm-hmm. all the time, right? Mm-hmm. So you really sense of that. And like, and you're right, you're completely right. It's their perspectives on different situations that gets them to that, you know, being bottom of the barrel. Like, so when you can change their perspective, like, <clears throat> well, you know, have you thought about this? And the, the the biggest way to change people's perspective. So for example, with mental health, um, when people get in trouble, it's not necessarily what they can see from the past. Kind of like when you're looking at financial statements, this, that, that's just to mm-hmm. learn from it, right? Mm-hmm. But they get depressed because what they can't see about their future. Mm. So when you can't see that future, and that's what I meant before, when you're in a fog and stuff like that's not really a good idea to do it that way. You have to know exactly where you're going, where you can picture it. It's just that the fog is in the way, but you don't just walk through it, right? So you really have to figure out, like, if you can't see a future version of yourself, like, you, it's, it's kind of like with entrepreneurs, right? When you start a business, you don't go like, this is not going to make it. No one's going to listen to my podcast. Like, what? why am I going to do this? You right. don't do that. You see it like, well, the podcast is going to do this. And I think this is going to help uh, get my uh, message out better mm-hmm. and create mm-hmm. more trust and this and that. But in the personal self, a lot of people don't do that to the personal self. You tell yourself like, oh, I'm not going to make it. I'm not a loser. I'm not going to get this promotion. So mm-hmm. I always talk about how the entrepreneurial skills can be applied for your personal life because it can really improve you, you know, just looking at bank statements, but how many times do you evaluate yourself? You know, so, and you don't do that. So there's a lot of things you can really apply. Just same thing with the mission and purpose, that whole thing. And, you know, it, it's really the, just 
a way of moving forward. It's either someone's pulling you back or you won't take the step forward. And perspective is what does that. Cool. Yeah, I, I love that. I mean, there's so many things that we could unpack in there, uh, how we compartmentalize things. It's it's amazing how many times in my business, I'll do certain things. And then in my personal life, I'm like, oh, why didn't I schedule my time? I do that with my business meticulously <laughs> right, right, right? Right. or right. other things. And I, I see that all the time where you do it in one business, but you don't do it in the other business. And it's yeah. like, what? this is so important. And I would just call yeah. those like rules for success or rules for excellence. Like they apply across the board. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's it's pretty, yeah. It's pretty solid. Yep. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. And that's actually, you know, when you start doing that, that's why we actually evolved to be uh, going, you know, starting a nonprofit also, which is the, you know, the start day one. So. Yeah. So, so tell me, um, you know, as you were building your business, at what point did you say, Hey, we need to do more. Well, first off, tell me kind of how you really got your start. Like what made you guys successful in the beginning? What'd you figure out? And then how did you make that transition to say, you know, this is something bigger than a business. We want to create, I'll call it a movement, not just a nonprofit, but really a, yeah. a movement out there. Tell me about what got you started in the beginning and helped the success and then yeah. how you made that transition. Well, that's actually what's funny. So when I, in the beginning, right, I didn't know what the brand was. I was just having a great time. I was in college. It was a school project. I was visiting different campuses and just showing what a uh, basically reminding people to just say, fuck it more, have a b- good time, you know, live life without regret. Uh, or actually, no, take a, uh, the challenges, accept the challenges that are worth the risk. So mm-hmm. anyway, the more and more I got into it, because I do that future thinking, I went, is this something I'm going to be proud of when I'm older? Hmm. Just okay. partying and doing this. Yeah, I was getting a lot of views. I was getting a lot of interaction, this and that. And kids loved it because I was, you know, during college years. Mm-hmm. But is this something I'm going to be proud of? And that's when I really figured out, I'm like, this is not me. It's just, this is the part that I'm showing to people, but mm-hmm. I'm not all this. I'm an entrepreneur. I love doing this. I love business, things like that. But in any case, I'm just like, hey, this is me. I have to figure out, all right, what is my brand? And that's when I took the time to figure out, like, what's my mission here? And I actually talked with my friend. I go, dude, I need a mission. I need to figure out what this brand is. Mm-hmm. And then that's when he said, like, we, you know, we started going back and forth and he said, <clears throat> You know, I told him, it's, like, it's definitely something about the risk, you know, it's like, it's something about the risk. So I know it was an act of moving forward somehow. So, yeah. um, you know, I was, I was talking about that and the regret was easy. It's like, oh, to live life without regret. At the time, I didn't know how that was even possible, but now I understand it. But anyway, I said, it's something about regret, letting go so I can move forward until I let go. I'm never going to move forward. Yeah. So that's why I live life without regret. And then I said something about the risk. And he goes, it's accept challenges worth the risk, not take. And I go. Huh, why? He goes, because the challenges are always set in front of you. And it's up to you to accept it or not. And when you accept it is when you say that phrase. I was like, whoa, that's awesome. As soon as I put that out there and I said, this is who we are, this is our mission, this, that, holy perspectives from people changed about the brand. They became, I started hearing what you mentioned and I never intended to do that. I was just telling them, hey, this is what we do. It became this movement. You know, uh-huh. people were saying yeah. like you have this tribe and I'm like, wow, this is huge. And then, like I mentioned before, everything just followed automatically. Once we were that mission, everything had to follow that mission. So our yeah. apparel had positive quotes on it, just reminding people because some quotes just kind of hit you the right way. It's just that they're meaningless without saying the phrase, because that means you make a decision to change. I can give you 50 million quotes, but if you make zero decisions, 
nothing happened. So from yeah. there, I started really taking advantage of the branding. So that's when I learned a lot about branding your business and stuff like that. Uh-huh. It's really how you're helping providing value and helping other people and stuff like that. So that's where that all comes from. And then from there, I didn't really realize I had a movement until I started talking to people and saving lives. Mm. So that's the weird part. When I explain the way I explain to you our brand, every time, all of a sudden, after an event, I'll get random emails, people saying, thank you so much. You really helped me out. Like I was, you know, having a bad day, whatever. But the best ones were the ones that said, hey, I was actually suicidal when I met you. Thank you for saving my life. And I'm like, whoa. So that is when I realized at first, I didn't know how to explain it. They kept saying like, oh, do you donate to like a nonprofit? Or I'm like, no, no, no. I explained it this way. I'm like, no, we're like the front lines. Like we're making sure I get to you first, right? Mm -hmm. What I realized was anytime you do anything to prevent anything, obesity, diabetes, it requires, it's mandatory to have a proactive approach. You can never, you don't go to the gym at 500 pounds. You don't stop eating sugar when you get diabetes. Like, Preventative is always proactive no matter what. And that's what we were doing. And right. that's when I realized we need to duplicate this effort with a nonprofit because it, it, it's, that's just the only way it's going to work. Mm-hmm. And so that's when we started Start Day One. It's a nonprofit foundation for mental health and suicide prevention with a more proactive approach to helping people instead of reactively waiting for mental health issues and suicidal tendencies. So we're just because the gov- uh, government, the society, doctors, and organizations are just doing it all wrong. Hmm. Hmm. Very interesting. So uh, I love what you said there about how, you know, once you put the mission out there and, and Simon Sinek would say, you know, once you part, started putting your why out there, right? Like connecting to people's hearts, not just like their minds, not just like, oh, we've got a cool mm-hmm. brand, but like we stand for something They got behind you that helped create the movement. Do you feel like the movement has helped yeah. support the brand or do you think the brand has helped support the movement or how's the synergy been there? Well, it's funny. It's both, right? Because mm-hmm. what, what the beautiful part about branding is it encapsulates every message that you're putting out there into one thing. That's why people end up buying Coca-Cola. That's why people start wearing certain brands rather than anything else. Like, why do you mm-hmm. wear just that brand? There's, they're all the same. They're all t-shirts, but you just cannot wear this shirt. You know, it's just not you, right? So it's really powerful when you encapsulate it that way. It's kind of like the archetype that you you put in your head. So that that's really the the help. And what's funny is because of the potentially offensiveness of the name, the way we're like, you know, do a second take, it's actually helped the movement because people will say something. And then people that has bought the apparel know what it's about. So they now spread the message like, oh, it's, it's meant to remind me because Everyone, no one's immune to suicide. It reminds me to have a better day when I have a bad day, to make the decision to do this, to do take the risk or accept mm-hmm. the challenges that are worth the risk and let go of regrets. And so it actually helps other people. That's I've gotten emails where they're like, yeah, someone came up to me, I asked them about it, love your concept, da-da-da. So it's actually spreading the word without even doing anything. So people that are supporting it is already supporting the cause just by wearing it. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because people think when they buy the apparel, they're putting money or they're they're helping the cause. It's like, no, that's actually not the how it works. I'm trying to save you because mm-hmm. anyone that's gone suicidal didn't think they were gonna get there. Like no, yeah, no, when they were a kid. And so it's actually meant to help you because 
people that wear my brand, it's they don't wear it because of how they other people think of them, right? Mm-hmm. It's how it makes them feel about themselves because of the brand. So yeah. that's really what we're trying to do. So I love that. Um, so tell me real quick here, Ricardo, just to kind of help offer some insight to people who are who are listening to the show. Tell me about like a major struggle, problem, decision, something you had to make along the way that kind of hit you in the nose and you were like, wow, we got to figure this out. And, and how did you overcome that? I'm, I'm real interested. Ooh, let's see. Big major one. Um, well, I have a startup that I decided to go for because uh-huh. of what it's all about. It's like you have to accept challenges that are worth the risk. So it deals with influencer marketing. Um, it's called paid exposure. So it's a big decision. I already mm-hmm. have these businesses. I have a nonprofit, but I saw a problem because when I was dealing with influencers with my clothing, I just re- saw all the problems. And something I learned from mental health is you never try to remedy the, the result. You always try to remedy the cause. Mm-hmm. Because when you try to remedy the result, you can do everything you want, the best mousetrap. But if the mice is still coming in, doesn't matter. <laughs> like, yeah, you're gonna yeah. keep getting a better mousetrap every freaking year, right? right. So so that's kind of, uh, it was a major decision. Like, do we go for this? Cause like, man, it's going to take away a lot of our thing again, again, but it was that sense of purpose. It's empowering anyone to be able to, you know, monetize exposure. So it's like, you just get caught up in this purpose. Mm-hmm. And so it was a big decision. Like, and really all it is, you got to change your perspective. It starts with a purpose, but if your perspective is not in line, you're not going to do it. You're right. not going to do it. Yeah, so yeah. it's actually intentional that you have to do that, you know? Yeah, we, we I've, I've heard it said your perspective determines your actions and the way that I try to help people like with money, but I've also been a purpose coach actually for six or seven years, did a lot of that yeah. for business owners. And what it really comes down to is awareness. Like once you see something differently, like mm-hmm. you can't unsee it. So once you you see a purpose in your business, you can't like not have the purpose anymore. You, your your decisions are driven by that and the way you see things is every everything is through that lens. So I, I totally agree with you that treating the cause, because when you treat the cause and change, create awareness around the cause, all the effects are impacted by that. Yeah. And it's not even like it's about, about efforting. It's about that's just who you are now. You've changed. Yeah. But the purpose does not determine your perspective. The purpose is always, I mean, the perspectives are always going to be a threat or mm-hmm. a benefit. Uh-huh. It okay. always shifts. It doesn't go like, oh, my purpose is this. So my perspective is going to be awesome every day. Nope. No, we're going to start up. I'm, I'm going to fail. Not going to make it. I don't know why I'm doing this. I'm spending all this money on my startup. I'm going to freaking not make it. And then <laughs> another day, oh my God, we're going to rule the world. We're going to kill it. We're going to freaking be the next whatever, you know? Like, so it always shifts. So it doesn't matter the why, does it? matter but your perspective is what's important that's going to keep shifting so this Mm -hmm. is the difference between inspiration and motivation so purpose starts here right Mm -hmm. the perspective now becomes either a threat or a benefit the thing that can shift that to the to the benefit is inspiration so that's all it really does inspiration all it does is changes your perspectives when you read the book when you watch a movie a therapist they don't Mm -hmm. give you anything they don't you don't eat anything. There's nothing that give you. The only <laughs> the only goal, yeah, the only goal is really to change your perspective on things so that the decisions will follow. Yep. So now once once I change your perspective, the decisions follow, right? So now you make that decision. After the decision is when motivation comes in, not mm. before. You are wasting your time. 
I cannot tell you to do 10 more push-ups if you're not going to do them. Just right. doesn't nope. And that's why when you're a miserable day and someone tries to motivate you, they're annoying as hell. Why? Yeah. yeah. Because it feels like you didn't listen to anything I said. Your perspective is still this way, but you're telling me to do this. It's like, dude, it's a disconnect. Yeah. Yeah. Like, come on, man. You could totally do it. You could do this. It's like, you haven't even changed my perspective, you know, for your business. I'm, I'm sure if you haven't changed the perspective on our financial situation, they're going to go, nah, nah, no, nah, no way. But once you change it this way, like, whoa, really? Okay. And then the decisions will follow that. Yeah. Yeah. Thankfully we let the marketing change the perspective because by the time I'm talking with clients or my team's talking with clients, they have to be on board. Otherwise, yeah. Like you said, me trying to change someone's mind, me trying to motivate someone or convince them, it's a losing yeah. job. It's it's a waste of everyone's yeah. time. So so right. we have a YouTube channel and we have a Facebook group and we have all those things so that people can, and our website and all that, so that people can go there and over time their perspective changes and they say, yes, now I want to do this. And then, like you said, now we can say, let's do the push-ups, right? The financial push-ups. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, then, and that's what people have make that mistake when they try to motivate too early. Uh, when you try to motivate before perspective, when you try to motivate before decision, it's not going to work. It has to Agreed. be after the decision. And it's the same thing with passion and, and goals. Goals don't come before the decision. It just doesn't. It has to be afterwards. And goals, people are doing it wrong. They keep making goals that are out of their control. I'm going to make mm -hmm. a million. Uh, my goal is to make a million dollars this year. My goal is to, you're at, that's out of your control. You don't know when that's going to be, how that's going to happen. Now you have the pandemic. Now you can't reach your goals. Like you have to do things that are in control. So mm -hmm. I'm going to reach out to 50 potential clients a day that I can control every freaking day, yep. no matter what. Yep. Right. Yeah. I'm hoping the result is a million dollars back, you know, but you can't make that the goal losing weight. I'm going to lose 200 pounds. Like, yeah, but when, how, it's going to be very difficult, but what you can't control is working out for 30 minutes every day, doing 10 push-ups, just Ranch. random breaks. Those you can control. Yep. I, I agree. I talk about that a lot uh, with people who are like, oh, I want to be less stressed. I want to take it easy. I'm like, okay, well, those are hard things to control. But what I can control is I sit down and meditate every day, or I write in my journal every day, or yeah. I you know, show up and, <clears throat> like you said, starting at the cause. And the cause is creating that peaceful mindset, creating that uh, that flow for yourself. And then the others are a result of that. So, yeah. 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 And so. it's funny. That's the biggest thing we try to change in people. So the biggest problem right now, mental health is their perspective of mental health alone. So this is what the doctors this is what I meant about before when I said they're doing it all wrong. Yeah. So it's all about the cause, right? Mm -hmm. Not the result, right? Depression, anxiety, how many people do you know walk around, oh my God, I've been dealing with depression for like 16 years. My anxiety is acting up. Like, what does that mean? Like, what do you mean? Right. That's just the result, right? Yeah. It's not the cause of things. But now the doctors have told them that is the cause. The result is now the cause. So why? So what do I mean by that? So diabetes is the result, not the type, cause. Type two, of, yeah. Yeah, not the cause of sugar because it doesn't make you eat more sugar because you have diabetes. That, that, that's not how it works. Right. You get because diabetes because you ate the sugar. So same thing with mental health. It's, it's a bad perspective that leads to becoming suicidal tendencies. Everything in between this is Monday sucks, work sucks, 
uh, now you're an alcoholic, drug abuser, whatever, but that's all one line that leads you to suicidal tendencies. Suicide obviously is the last because if you succeed, right? Right. So from here, this is really where it comes a, a problem because everyone is now looking at depression, this invisible enemy. You cannot fight a result, right? You're always talking about the results. So now people are walking around like, oh, I have depression. Well, the only way to resolve what you're talking about is a pill. You're not even looking at the cause, not, nothing. When you say depression, what you really mean is like, oh, I can't let go of a divorce. Well, now we're talking. Now I can see what the cause is. Now we can right, talk. Right, right. Anxiety, same thing <clears throat> with anxiety. You can't just have anxiety and now you're anxious. So people think, oh, no. Derek, you have depression. You're going to be depressed because you have it. So I guess I don't know what you're going to do. It's, so basically, you feel like there's no accountability anymore. And that's the biggest, biggest uh, problem. Because when you're in a bad place, you tend to hate accountability and love excuses. So when the doctor gives you that excuse, like, yes, it's not yeah. my fault. Sure. No way. Sure, and sure. So now you're in big trouble because every time it's only about the result, about the result. And so, you know, you don't, just like the way we treat diabetes, you don't tell your kids to he, eat all the Halloween candy. Right. So, it, because I know how to look for symptoms of uh, diabetes, Derek. So you're good. And that's how we teach people to prevent suicide. We have to teach the, how to look for symptoms of suicidal tendencies. I'm like, what? You're going to wait? Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. You know, so. I, I yeah, work so with a lot of. those are things that we talk about. I work with a lot of naturopathic doctors and chiropractors and these kind of people, and they're definitely on the wellness side of health, right? Which is mm -hmm. don't get sick in the first place, as opposed yeah. to treating it afterwards with drugs or, or other things. And you know, everything right. has its place. But yeah, I, I'm definitely very aware of that idea of prevention, proactive, creating the right habits and the right right things that will keep you in a place where you're right. you're really firing right. in all cylinders. So, so Ricardo, you shared a ton of really good stuff. For people who want to connect with the movement, want to connect with your clothing brand or some of the th other things you're up to, just remind us, where can they find you or how can, how can they connect with you? Yes. Yeah, so for the apparel, uh, you just go to, you know, fukit.com, F-U-K-I-T-T.com. And if you want to reach out and support the nonprofit, that's startday1.org. And uh, all the emails are all there. So, you know, I can totally reach me through there. Um, both of them are info at whatever the website is. Cool. Super cool. And, uh, you know, I just want to thank you for being here and for sharing everything that you, you've had to say. I know you've like poured out your heart for us. Is there, you know, I want to give you a 60 to 90 seconds to say anything that you want to wrap up with here, or anything related to or not related to whatever we've said. Uh, just, just say what you need to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. So my biggest thing is for people to really understand the importance of the decision because without that, I mean, nothing is going to change. And so when you're feeling miserable, you know, entrepreneurs go through this. It's a lonely, lonely road, right? But uh -huh. it's, you have to maintain accountability. And the only way to do that is making the decisions that really matter. And it, that's where it starts. I'm not saying it's the cure or the, uh, sure. it's, it's going to save you, but it always starts there, always. So until you make a decision, not a thing will happen. But once you do everything will just come back to you automatically and then you make more decisions. It's a never ending thing. That's why the purpose is very important or else it's going to be a finite thing. Right. Right. Love it, man. Well, I, yeah. I really appreciate your enthusiasm and that you're making such a difference in so many people's lives. And 
you're helping them look good at the same time. So, you know, <laughs> who can hang on that? So uh, just just really appreciate you and what you do, Ricardo, and, and for being here on the show. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Derek. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Small Business Big Life Show. If you're a six or seven figure business owner who'd like to be on the show, we'd love to talk about it. Just visit biglifefinancial.com slash guest to get the ball rolling. And if you heard something you loved on the show today, don't be shy about sharing it. And if you do, be sure to use the hashtag smallbusinessbiglife so we can see that you're sharing the love. And heck, if we swoon over your post, we might even pass it on to our many thousands of followers to help share the love and the spotlight with you. Speaking of love, if you like today's show, be sure to hit that subscribe button. You know why? Because then you'll never miss another episode and you can get all the motivation, inspiration, and insights with every new episode. Also, if you want to see everything else we're up to on YouTube, social media, or even in real life, you can always visit us at biglifefinancial.com. Well, that's it for today. My name's Derek Venes, and I want to personally thank you for being a part of the small business Big Life movement. Now get out there, create more than you consume, love people more than you need to, and believe in magic because yes, it does exist.